Let's pray together. God, as we spend our time here this morning, there are many fears represented in this room, all kinds of things going on in our lives. We pray that however you do it, that you will speak into every single one of those fears, that you will speak into our fears with your assurance, with your peace, and with your presence. And we ask you this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Here's a story about a time when something happened. Matthew 17. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him, Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it's good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make you three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud a voice said, This is my son, the beloved, with him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome with fear. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Get up and do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. A lot going on in this story. Let me tell you about it. The first line, the very first line in the story immediately gets our attention. Six days later. Right before this, Jesus had just told them about people seeing the kingdom of heaven, and then what comes right after that? Six days of nothing that we know of. In this story, this big announcement happens, and then something big happens, but in between is six days where it's just like, What happened in the rest of that story? And we don't know. Once that six days passes, though, here they go up the mountain. And what do they see except the face of Jesus shining like the sun? I don't know about you, but for what we've been doing this whole season, 
kind of Christmas and then after Christmas and this season, even leading up to today, on Transfiguration Sunday, this is in many ways the ultimate expression of the light of God, the face of Jesus shining in our presence. And then I love, I love Peter's response. I love him. He, he's, he's so great because he tries so hard. He's trying so hard. Six days where nothing happens. I mean, I'm sure there is something that happened, but come with me on the story. Then Jesus' face is shining like the sun, and there appears to be Moses and Elijah. And so what does Peter do? Peter's like, uh, it's good for us to be here. Really? Who knows? Who knows? But again, he was trying. He was trying to make sense of what was happening. Was, he, was it maybe, maybe it was just full-on trust. It's good for us to be here. You know, he elbows James and John. Do you guys know what's happening? But it's good for us to be here. Maybe he was afraid. And he just didn't know what to say. You know, it's like you know, when you don't know what to say and you just, you just say something because you feel like you need to. Maybe he was amazed. But no matter what he was feeling at that moment, the voice of God came through. It broke through. And the voice of God talked about being a child of God. And who knows, maybe it was an invitation. And if we don't know what was going on with Peter before the voice of God, we know exactly what was going on after God spoke. It was downright unhideable fear. Absolute fear. So much so that they fall on the ground. You know that kind of fear? Just fall on the ground. And then Jesus goes over to them and he touches them, which means he had to get down on his knees, bend down, get down there with them, touch them, and then Jesus speaks. Get up and don't be afraid. You know why Transfiguration Sunday, today, you know why this story, the Transfiguration in Matthew 17, is the most important thing that we could read today? It's because this story tells the story of our lives. This is actually our story. Six days later, most of you know what that six days feels like when time passes and it doesn't feel like anything is happening, doesn't feel like anything is resolving. And you know what that six days feels like. You pray to God and you get six days of deafening silence. And you keep praying and you get more silence. 
maybe after this Transfiguration Sunday, you could be facing right now six days of silence until we come back in here next Sunday. But time passes. But every once in a while, there are these moments of glory when we see the presence of God. We don't know what to make of it. But just like Jesus' face shining in front of Peter, James, and John, there are these moments where they are moments of God's glory. And it may be another six days, and it may be six years, and it may be 60 years, but you have these moments in your life, what some people call the thin spaces, those times when the space between heaven and earth thins and you feel the presence of God. There are these moments of glory. And our response, much like Peter, sometimes it's trust, sometimes it's fear, sometimes it's amazement, and a lot of times it's a combination of all of them all at once. We know God's presence but we don't know what to do with it. And then every once in a while, and maybe it's right here, right now, who's to say? The voice of God breaks through. You hear the voice of God. I'm not saying necessarily with your ears. I don't know. Who knows? But you know God speaks. Maybe God is speaking right now to us in saying what we need to hear. And it's an invitation. Yes, he said, this is my son, listen to him. But what if this is also an invitation to us to be children of God? That invitation is not open-ended. It comes with some expectation about who we are as the people of God. And that brings about some fear. We're not sure what to say to God sometimes when we have an undeniable invitation to come into the presence of God. Now, I know we would never say this out loud, but sometimes with our actions, or at least sometimes we're thinking, uh, we'll see. Maybe, God, I'm, I'm kind of holding out to see what else comes along, but thanks for the offer. What is today? What is Transfiguration Sunday if it's not an invitation to come to God even if you are afraid? No matter what you're afraid about. What is this Sunday really about? It's about coming to God in God's invitations, even if you are afraid, no matter what it is that you are afraid of. The number of fears represented just in this room, the things that we are afraid about, every single last one of them, as you and I together right now are on top of the mountain, seeing the shining face of Jesus, the pillar of cloud, and hearing the voice of God, 
Every single one of us, if not now, yesterday, maybe tomorrow, find ourselves at times face down on the ground in our fears. This is the world we live in. But on this day, on this Transfiguration Sunday of 2023, the most important thing that we could possibly hear as we find ourselves face down on the ground, covered in fear, is Jesus kneeling down, putting his hand on us and saying, you can get up. And by the way, don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Amen.